What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. Chris Ionson once again joining us in studio for What's That Strain. Chris, of course, is the manager of the Nova Cannabis Jasper Ave location and our educator here. How are you, man? Uh, doing great, Dean. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Have you have you been getting scared lately when you walk into your store? Because uh, it did look pretty spooky the last time I was in there with some of the Halloween decorations. Uh, yeah, it's definitely spooky in our store right now. Um, yeah, we, me and my team, we put out the decorations. Uh, they look great. We've got some that fence there with yeah, the, with the hands awesome. coming out of it, and you know, there's cobwebs everywhere. And I love it. Uh, yeah, it's nice, and uh, it's we're just trying to have some fun with uh, the holiday season. We should be. We should uh, be doing that, and you can use the uh, click and collect method uh, so it saves you from driving around and uh, you can find out exactly what store has the specific thing that you were looking for maybe it's a strain maybe it's a, a volcano hybrid like i did uh, coming yeah. down and i wonder what it was like you're like click and collect malart just buying a hybrid <laughs> uh, but anyway i got the big surprise earlier in the show from uh, jesse from uh, stores and bickle about that uh, gold a volcano that's on the way so you know we could have dueling uh, volcanoes yeah. on this segment yeah totally i i would like to be a part of that uh, that sounds awesome it reminds me too of like the the two chains the most expensivest everything's gold plated that's right you got the most expensivest volcano that's right i love awesome. gold i'll be i'll turn into i think i think i'm gonna name it gold member because uh, i'm a big fan of the austin powers so what do you think of that gold I do, member I do. yeah that's good we got the supernova and then we'll go with uh, the gold member so i'm 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 still on cloud line from that, I can't wait for it to arrive, but I am going to use the strain we're doing today in the Supernova, and we're doing BC Tahoe OG, which is an indica-dominant hybrid, and the LP is the Flower Corporation. Now, it's F-L-O-W-R, uh, so similar to we've seen with some other companies, they're uh, taking out a vowel. And uh, let's, let's start uh, with uh, a little bit about them, Chris. Uh, they were started in Toronto in June of 2016, how did they come about? Yeah, Dean. So the Flower Corporation, or uh, on the rec market, we just call them Flower. Yeah. Um, they were founded by um, a former uh, Med Relief, which is the San Rafael brand uh, that we see in our in our stores. Uh, their co-founder Tom Flo. Um, so Tom uh, Tom met with. Um, um, their current chairman and chief strategist, Steve Klein, mm -hmm. and the two of them, Steve comes from a, you know, an investment and, and banking and hedge funds background, and uh, Tom comes from a, a cannabis background, and the two of them met, um, you know, decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to do this together, and, uh, you know, it's just been history ever since. Um, Tom's uh, globally recognized for his uh, cannabis th thought leadership. Um, he is an expert in building and operating cannabis cultivation facilities, uh, he helped put together the Med Relief mm -hmm. facility. Uh, he helped the Kronos Group get their facilities going, and then wow. and then recently the the flower ones as well. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, uh, a big player, a big uh, contributor to the cannabis world. So uh, yeah, super cool. 
And uh, in, in 2018, the, the Flower Group, they brought in uh, a former investment banker and hedge fund manager, uh, Vinay Tolia. He joined the company, uh, and he got so heavily involved with the, the day-to-day process of Flower that he was named the CEO in 2018. So uh, him and Tom Flo were top, co-CEOs. And uh, in his first year as CEO, Vinay lined up uh, an agreement with Shoppers Drug Mart to carry Flower RX, which is their med- medicinal brand. Um, he lined up uh, a research and development alliance with Hawthorne Canada, and that's a subsidiary, subsidiary of uh, Scott's Miracle Grow, mm-hmm. uh, to do some research with cannabis, uh, as well as they uh, they entered the European and Australian markets uh, with the uh, partial acquisition of Hologen Holdings, uh, to which they acquired a 19.8% interest in the global company. Um, so we're going to see their uh, cultivation expertise, their facility design, and their construction IP uh, put to use in Portugal and Australia in these wow. facilities. So big global play. Yeah, that is amazing. So um, that's globally. Let's talk about uh, sticking closer to home now and the facilities. I mentioned uh, there is a Toronto connection, but there's clearly a BC connection uh, because we're doing BC Tahoe OG. Yeah, that's right, Dean. So, yeah, they're headquartered in, in, in Ontario there in, in, in Markham and in the, the Toronto area there. Um, their their flagship facility is in Kelowna, BC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call it K1. Uh, it boasts 85,000 square feet of cultivation space. Uh, it's got 20 highly uh, controlled, regulated grow rooms. And each of those rooms are approximately 1,700 square feet. Wow. Uh, which is... I like that size. It's like... It's, it's a good sized room, but it's not too big. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to see, you know... Thousands of plants, you we kind of you lose a little bit of the love, but that's still a good size to get you know good production, get good no yield. Uh, so yeah, that's their uh, their K one, uh, and then recently um, they just received approval for the uh, Flower Forest, uh, which is located on the Kelowna campus. It's a three hundred and thirty thousand square foot licensed outdoor grow operation. Wow! Uh, yeah, uh, it consists of forty two greenhouses, uh, which cover approximately one hundred ninety thousand square feet. Uh, and it's 140,000 square feet of outdoor grow space on top of that. Um, so it's just, uh, they're really amping things up, the production here. Um, they're looking to produce uh, over 10,000 kilograms of cannabis a year. Um, and then they're going to eventually get into the derivatives mm-hmm. uh, with the oils and the re- uh, resin vapes and, and stuff like that. But uh, right now they're focusing on the flower. Well, doing a really good job of it uh, as well. And, uh, you know, building the right way, right? Uh, we, we've seen a, a lot of people try to build a little bit too big, uh, too fast, and uh, it sounds like they're on the right track for sure. Now, when we talk about the history of BC Tahoe OG, um, <laughs> there is a lot of cush in this lineage. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's kind of like a, an OG Kush you know, throwback. Uh, so the lineage we've got here, it's OG Kush uh, crossed with a San Fernando Valley OG Kush. Uh, so yeah, definitely some a, a whole lot of Kush kind of being mixed in there. Uh, but it is a specific type of, of, of that uh, that OG Kush, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, initially bred by the new guy, new 420 guy, <laughs> is the uh, the breeder's name. Uh, and I've come across this guy's name a lot in, in my research and. I, uh, today I clicked in on his, like his name on, yeah. on, on my, uh, my website that I research on and, uh, the guy's produced, uh, some legend, legendary strains. So, um, really cool that, uh, the Tahoe OG was his, um, uh, well, 
the brand. Sorry, that's right. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, new four twenty guy is is the company, uh, because yeah, it was uh, actually created by his name is Gancha Guru. I like it. Yeah, and he lived in the Lake Tahoe area, uh, so I mean that's probably the shout out to the name there. Uh, you know, and um, it's hard to nail down the exact date. They say uh, they say around the nineteen nineties, the mm-hmm. early nineteen nineties uh, is when when it was actually created. Um, there's other phenotypes uh, of this that have been slightly sativa dominant, uh, but being crossed with the OG Kush, it's likely to impress with a uh, heavy, heavy hitting body buzz uh, right. and, a, and a severe mental euphoric head high too. So, um, yeah, it's um, definitely dank and skunky stuff too. Uh, and the Tahoe OG has earned itself. Uh, you know, quite a reputation and, and prestige for to be known for its uh, good breeding and uh, remarkably uh, consistent uh, excellence. So, mm-hmm. so just a, uh, a grower's dream, and, uh, and it's also said too that uh, the OG Kush that you know that they, they that it came from is the godfather of all strains. Oh, really? You know, as we do see OG Kush in a lot of the lineage, though it is it is kind of the the, the godfather. It's the OG, uh, and it, it doesn't disappoint. And uh, and also, it's worth mentioning too that the OG Kush was ranked the the number one in the High Times magazine in the 1970s, the whole decade. Okay, so people are watching or listening, and they're like, oh, gee, oh, it's an original gangster. That's not what that means, right? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it, it, it's not at all. That's, I mean, maybe in some some other terms. Maybe. Or, yeah, uh, for sure, but it's uh, it stands for the original, and, and we've also heard Ocean Grown as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, from Josh uh, that created the, the OG Kush, uh, he, he, the guy that actually yes. coined the term, said it it just stood for original, yeah. which was the original Kush. And, and it's amazing. Amazing, um, you know. There's there's only a few strains that you could look at and say, you know, this is the uh, uh, the Godfather. Like uh, you, like there's the, it's probably a short list that you could well in comparative to how many strains there are, right? You could look and say this might be one or this might be one. Like there's there's probably not a lot of strains that you could put it. It's like a generational player in hockey, right? Like great yeah. players, but. They're not the originals. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's well said. I like that. You know, I was trying to think in my head here of like w- what would be some other potential Godfathers, maybe like a skunk number one, or you know, some land race strains that are that's like, right, yeah, heavy in there. But I think OG Kush though is is got its you know DNA and genetics all over yeah. uh, the cannabis world. Yeah, and, and that's a really good thing uh, for us. Um, okay, if you want to find out more information, you can check out the website at www.flower.ca, and there's no E in flower. Some really good energy on this website. Yeah, I, I like the energy for sure. The colors... Yeah, uh, colors match the, the logo and the look of the, yeah. the tub. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a real nice pop. I think uh, they recently did rebrand um, from when they had first started. When okay. We first, when we first saw flower come out, they had a different logo, different packaging. Uh, they had boxes with their tubs, which I'm glad they got rid of. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, the new branding for sure. Yeah, uh, boxes are not necessarily necessary at all when you have a tub. So mm-hmm. this is a 19.5% THC, and we'll get into that in a little bit about you know what that means, although everybody is a little bit different when it comes to cannabis. As for what's in a name, as we look at these, sometimes there's some really crazy cool backstories. This one seems like it's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, you know a throwback to to where it was uh, created and what it is, right? So Tahoe OG. Okay, so the look uh, you can see if you're watching, and it comes in a uh, little bit of a large tub, um, so probably could be smaller mm-hmm. on the uh, good side. There's no lip inside that tub, and that's something you and I really like. 
And yeah. everybody should like. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's nice to have those containers without the lips so that you can, you know, really clean, yeah. clear everything out when you're, when you're done and just put it all in your tray and put it all in your pipe. Exactly. So that's a good thing. Uh, the cool branding, the logo, as we mentioned, uh, really like that. And what'd you smell? Um, this is always the interesting part uh, for us because like people experience cannabis differently, some people may smell or taste differently. Some, you know, we know people have, you know, you look at uh, cannabis connoisseurs or sommeliers in the wine industry, uh, they have that really defined it. Not everybody has that. So let's talk about some of the smells that, that we saw in this or smelled in this. Yeah, totally, Dean. So, uh, I mean, for me, I, I was initially, it was peppery uh, and very woodsy, mm -hmm. um, kind of like uh, pine and moss. Um, I got some sourness when yep. I was smelling it. And I, I, you know, I asked a couple of my staff too and said, you know, give me your thoughts on it. And I, I mentioned, I shouldn't have mentioned sour first. Cause I'm like, do you smell sour? And they're like, I think I do. That's it gets in your head, right? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, with that, I mean, when, when you smelt it, you didn't really quite get the sour, right? Uh, so, um, I also kind of noticed, uh, one of my staff at, at Nick, he mentioned that it was, uh, reminded him of turmeric. Uh, to which I hadn't really smelt any turmeric mm -hmm. <laughs> before in my life, but uh, just you know, a couple minutes ago there, yeah. uh, Trish had brought some out, and we and we did a little comparison, and I think he was pretty pretty close there. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I smell it, you smell it, and then I take it over to Nosy McGee, my wife Trish, and we don't give her any. It's like a blind smell. Yeah. Like we don't give her any information. We don't put anything in her head, and she came back with Woodsy. And then I asked her about the turmeric, and she's like, oh, okay. So she grabbed, grabbed some turmeric, and then she grabbed something else for us as well to smell, which was very close to it also, wasn't it? I, I thought that the pickling spice is what she grabbed. Pickling salt or spice, yeah, yeah, yeah. pickling yeah. spice, yeah. yeah, with bay leaves and cloves and coriander, uh, coriander in it. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a heavier spice she'd mentioned, but, like, I thought that was even closer to that was really weird to to smell the cannabis and then smell this bag of spice yeah. it, it was pretty pretty similar so that was cool yeah it is and you know there's some things on the market that you know try to replicate what a terpene smells like that you can take home yeah. but nothing does it better than the actual spice that it might replicate yeah. right so i thought that was really really interesting i got woodsy i didn't get sour uh but i did get some peppery uh as well and that plays into what terpenes are in uh, this strain as well. So what do you have for us? So, yeah, the, the dominant terpene we've got is, is pining, mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to be the that piney smell. Uh, and that's why, for me, it was like walking through a, a like a, it reminds me of like hikes in Jasper or something like that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That's what comes to mind. And like a thick, dense forest, yeah. Uh, yeah. too, uh, for sure. Uh, so that, yeah, pining is number one. Uh, Mersing uh, is number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's kind of uh, earthy cloves, uh, also mangoes too. It's kind of like a, a <laughs> diverse one. Uh, um, and then uh, Neralidol is is uh, the third, and that's kind of a, a citrus uh, and also fresh bark. It's it's kind okay. of like a mix of the two. But I, so that woodsy kind of plays in there as well, probably. Yeah, I, that that's kind of my assumption with it. Uh, not that I'm, you know, I could know for sure, but that's that's what I think. Sure. Okay. Speaking of uh, you, what was your experience? As mentioned, everybody is a little bit different uh, when it comes to cannabis. So uh, we want to find out what your experience was and then maybe other people can compare it to theirs. Yeah, Dean. Uh, so for me, it's uh, it's the, like, an initial euphoric, uplifting kind of head, head buzz at first for me, uh, which it's kind of weird with it being Indica Dom and that doesn't last though. It's like, you know, for the first couple of minutes, uh, you know, put my joint out. Sure. Uh, go for my smoke. I, it's my routine. Uh, 
which it's a terrible routine to have, but I go for my smoke though. And then I come back in and like just hit the couch and I'm like, Oh, it's super relaxed. So that buzz kind of yeah, initially came it, on and then faded. Like a, yeah. It's just like a, a, a quick kick, kick up in the air. And then you come back right back down. Uh, it, it was very relaxing though. It's a very chill, uh, chill high. Uh, I found it very peaceful too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got locked in my couch. I watched Netflix quite a bit, which is really vegged out, um, but felt nice on the body. Uh, I found, too, it made me laugh a lot, uh, you know, um, got the creative juices flowing, mm-hmm. too. Uh, I was doing some work on a logo uh, at one point and, and made, a, made a point in my head to, to notice that. Uh, and also, Dean, it got the munchies going for me, too. That, that was one where I had, uh, I had some pizza and some snacks and, uh, you know, a bowl of cereal was just... Yeah, it worked out really well for me, but uh, definitely a nice high, um, very clean and clear too. Well, and that's that's so important for people out there. Um, you know, I, I know you guys focus on the recreational market, but I know so many people, unfortunately, who are dealing with maybe it's cancer or something else, and they're trying to stimulate their appetite. You know, I know when... I, I wish uh, uh, medical cannabis was more available, um, certainly when my mom was dealing with this, but especially my wife, Trish, to, to can- because one of the things that, that happens when, you, when you're going through treatment in cancer is, you know, you just, your appetite disappears because everything doesn't taste good. So this would kind of increase it. So I know you guys are uh, obviously uh, focused on recreational, but uh, uh, this is a great thing for creating and stimulating that uh, appetite for if there are uh, medicinal patients and i know there's a lot of medicinal patients listening to the show so uh, keep this one uh, in mind let's get to the uh, three w's the who what and where i got my uh, cloudy with a hundred percent chance of being stoned bag here and uh, i'll let you tell me about the three w's of who what and when is this good for yeah, for sure, Dean. So the who we've got, uh, I'm going to say it's intermediate and up. Uh, you know, just level two, kind of just getting into level two, though, I think you'll be fine. Uh, not quite, you know, for beginners, uh, but I think it's a nice stepping stone if you're looking for that next adventure right? Uh, as a beginner. Um, what it's good for, uh, getting your chill on, uh, being creative and capturing an appetite, kind of all things I, I kind of went through in my experience there, but... Uh, I think that, that definitely getting your chill on was a uh, a big one, and you can kind of take that how you want on whatever you like to do to chill. But, right. <laughs> uh, I definitely got my chill on with this stuff. Uh, when is good for it? Um, right after a long day at work. Uh, it was really good for me quite a few times. Um, I'd say evening time was best for this strain. Um, I did try it during the day, but I just had a really slow kind of lethargic day, uh, mm-hmm. which... You know, I, I guess that day I wasn't really looking for that type of day. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's really really nice before bed too, Dean. Awesome. You know, one thing we didn't get to as much is the the exact look of this. I kind of skipped over that a little bit. Uh, so, you know, I've got it up on the screen. Yeah. Um, what are some of the colors? Because this does pop. Yeah, it's it was really cool to see. Actually, it was super frosty. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a it's a very light green buds. Almost like like a, there's a white kind of tint to it, uh, but that's just from a, a really excellent trichome coverage. Like this stuff is pretty cakey. Uh, also, a really nice trim job they did. Um, Very yeah, much so. the the lightness the color is really nice, and then uh, it's some light brown uh, pistols to it. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I thought it was really nice looking stuff. Yeah, it is good looking uh, for sure. And uh, for those watching. You can see it on the screen. If uh, if you're listening and you'd want to watch some of these episodes, uh, check out our YouTube channel, Cannabis 101 Podcast. All right, uh, the the taste. Um, 
you know, I didn't get the sour when I smelled it, but I get the gassy uh, when I when I vape it. Uh, there's there's definitely a gassy taste to it that I didn't really get. Uh, and sometimes you get that sour gas taste where it's combined. I didn't get really any of that in the smell, but definitely in the taste. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I definitely had a gassiness on the exhale uh, in my notes. Uh, for the initial kind of the haul, uh, and I was smoking it in, in joints, so mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of a different experience sure. than the vape. Uh, but I, I found it to be spicy uh, and citrusy, like a, a hints of citrus um, and um, some earthy, woodsy notes to it. But uh, definitely the, the gassiness on the exhale. Um, and I found it to be like a smooth smoke mm-hmm. too. Yeah. In in the joint form, even when I got down to the end of my joint, it was still uh, not too harsh. Yeah. And well, and if it's smooth in a joint, imagine what it's like in a volcano, yeah. right? It's just a taste, flavor, everything. It's it's so good, but definitely uh, get some gassiness uh, for sure. So I I really like this uh, uh, a company in BC that makes BC Tahoe OG an indica dominant hybrid, nineteen and a half percent. So. If you are focused on THC, this is, would be something, if you've had some experience, you're ready to go to the next level at level one to level two. But definitely for people that have had some experience, this would be perfect. And and, and up, because it uh, gives you a nice little pop at the start and then kind of settles in after that. Yeah, I, I think it's a great strain for if you haven't checked it out, try it out. It's a, you know, a real nice variation of the OG Kush mm-hmm. uh, player. Uh, and it's it's... Really well done by this flower group. They, yeah. uh, they take pride in in their their stuff, and every every package I've had, like I've had a lot of their pink Kush. Yeah, their pink Kush is very popular. Their here BC now. pink Kush. Yeah, BC pink Kush. That's right. It's super popular though. Uh, it sells really well at my store. Um, but yeah, it's just you can see it in the buds. It just yeah. looks great. And then when you're when you're using this in you know whatever form that might be, just think about all the other strains that you that the strain you you have in in you know this Kush has populated so many other strains. Just, it just blows your mind when you're thinking about it, right? Like the this could be, you could be smoking a Godfather type of uh, strain. I really like that idea. All right, so we always talk about quick and cl- click and collect, and, mm-hmm. and that's a really important thing because in this time right now where we're trying to limit the interaction with people, it helps the consumer like myself, but it also gives you guys a big boost. Yeah, it does. Uh, it allows us to, you know, get your order ready in advance uh, so we can just try and limit time in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to shop our menu from home. So if you're after something specifically, you can see if we've got it in. Um, yeah, and it's just overall just a nice thing to, with what's happening with COVID and stuff right now, it's yep. just we're just trying to limit uh, the contact as, as much as possible. Yep. So Keeps everybody safe, right? And, you know, we thank you guys for, uh, especially during that early time when, when cannabis became an essential you know, it was really, really important then, and it's still important now. Plus, it saves everybody time, and we all seem to be short on time uh, these days. And one of the things that you can click and collect is the original stash. Click. Tell us about this. <laughs> yeah, Dean. Uh, totally. This is a, a brand new uh, product. It's pretty uh, revolutionary. It's like uh, we haven't seen anything like this come to market yet. So uh, it is a distillate pen with a you know click a- applicator. Uh, the one that we've got is so. Got- it, not not that it, this is it, but the same process of uh, yeah. of of just like I'll I'll show you just like just a pen like that's basically yeah that's right wow. uh, and and how it works is it's a little vial with some distillate inside of it mm-hmm. um, and each pen has forty clicks in it uh, each click is going to get you about twenty five milligrams of THC uh, the pen comes with a thousand milligrams loaded up wow uh, what's cool about it though is this stuff is uh, 
is ingestible. You can, you know, put it on a cracker, eat it as an edible. Huh? Um, you can put it on a joint and then roll your joint in keef. Ooh. And have, and it's super so strong. So on the outside of a joint, you would put some of this yeah. on it and then roll it around. Yeah, okay. that's right. You could do it that way. Or, I mean, you could, uh, before you roll the joint, you could put it inside the paper too and then roll with it right right inside. Blowing my mind here, yeah. man. Um, yeah, we should, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pick one up here. We should, we should check it out. They're, yes. they're cool. Um, but you can also dab it too. So you can put it in your dab rig as well. Um, so it's just very... Wow. It's, yeah. Very, it's like the Swiss Army knife of cannabis products, man. Uh, yeah, it, tr- it truly is. Uh, Plays on your first line, your third line. Man, this thing does everything. You can play goalie, too. <laughs> you little slice, it'll dice. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's called the OS.click, and it's click with a K, K-L-I-K. Okay. Uh, it's the OS click. Uh, yeah, look it up. It's it's out there right now. Um, yeah, or come you know come by one of the stores and you know ask us about it. We can you know take you through a walk of it. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure there's uh, definitely going to be videos out there of uh, people using this for to find. So that's awesome. Uh, the OS click you can use it to get it, uh, using click and collect, and uh, you can also grab some BC Tahoe OG. Great segment today, man. I learned a lot. And uh, even more excited uh, to uh, examine more. And by the way, we should mention, we have coming back in December, the 12 strains of Christmas. And this time, you're doing 12, (laughs) and I'm doing 12. So December 1st, we will start the 12 strains of Christmas. How pumped are you for that? Uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, I've already been kind of like thinking about, you know, which ones I want to do. And I want to do ones that I like. My my go-to ones that I I hit on the regular, you know. And and I I usually have a a good eight or to ten different... Cultivars with me that I that I like to smoke. So perfect. Uh, I'm excited to really kind of I guess make a priority list and see. That's right. You yeah, know, where, where they all stand. And we, you know, we we this isn't going to be twelve. What's that strain segments? They're going to be shorter, quick hitters that you know you can you know sit around and binge them all at once if people want to. But mm-hmm. it just will give them twenty four different strains that they may know about. Lots of them, but these are why they're our favorites or why we like them. So I'm really cool. looking forward to that, and we'll be getting that going. Uh, in December. Thanks as always for coming out, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean.